for a fact that everybody looks for a new job in January, but that's not the point. Do they? Isn't that a thing? New Year's resolution, so I'm going to get a new job, and then they all start. I mean, not to me. It's dead, is what I would say. You know, because we work in hotels, it's dead and no one's hiring in January. So why would you look for a new job? I'm not going to look for a job in a hotel. I'm just saying. (sighs) We're used to it now. I'm just saying. (laughs) You know, all the Christmas shops are going to be shut. You can't get any Santa work. (sighs) You know, you can't be Michelle Yeoh in Last Christmas. I said her name weird. Michelle Yeoh. There you go. Well, Michelle Yeo, 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 you know, from uh, Star Trek Discovery and a million good films. Okay. She was the female Jackie Chan in the 90s. You know what I'm saying? She's in Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Okay. No? Okay. Well, for, she's in the new Paul Feig movie set in London, and she plays a character called Santa who runs an all-year-round Christmas shop. I thought I had a pretty sad existence. But, no. I don't know. I haven't seen it. I just... Fact. No. Okay. I watched Knives Out yesterday, though, with Ava. I've heard good things. You should have. Yeah. It is Ryan Johnson's, I said off the cuff, but I think it's probably right, second best film. Because mm. it doesn't get deceptively bleak like Looper. Right. Where he's like, oh, I'm killing babies. <laughs> um, and, well, you know, I've, I've been conflicted on Last Jedi for two years now. Yeah. And I'll say it, I said it before, I'll say it again. I think it's a good Ryan Johnson movie. I think it's a bad Star Wars movie. And when you get hired to make a Star Wars movie, then you've done a bad job. Yeah. Even though it's a good film. And obviously he got on with Frank Oz. Because one of the most shocking things in this film. It's Ryan Johnson. Oh yeah. So you know. He, he messed up on. He didn't mess up on Star Wars. I think it's, as I say, it's a good film. It's got wonderful imagery in it. But you can tell by the trailers to this new film. That even if they've respected. The film. They seem to have gone. Yeah he said that but no. Yeah, yeah he said that but no. <laughs> Over and over again. And because the film is about character and not really about plot, because it's set over a period of, what, 12 seconds, it's hard to tell, right? Because Ray seems to be training with Luke for, like, three months. But that very slow space chase seems to go on for about 24 minutes. I don't know. Anyway. I still think she's a clone, and that answers all the... Oh, but how did she know all this shit? Because it was programmed into her. Well, I just assume someone made her forget. You know, these are oh, the droids you're looking for. It's like the whole kin Order 66. And then they all went, oh, we all know what Order 66 is. Now let's kill all these Jedis. It's just that. It's all in there somewhere. In the clone mush. Well... It's a theory. I don't know. I prefer to think that they harvested midi-chlorians from Baby Yoda to resurrect Palpatine. And they had to make living things to make midi-chlorians, and they made her and Kylo. This is <laughs> this is how I got to the whole thing of, shit, she's a clone. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Mm. You know, because some people just get made as well, right? They say that about Anakin. Yeah. I'm sure one day you'll see, like... Well, that's why I'm... The whole Qui-Gon thing, Jinn fucking his... Although thing, mom. roughly it works out to the 50 years is when he was born and Baby Yoda would have been born. Yeah. So, this whole, oh, there's Divergence Force, she was just getting pregnant all of a sudden. Yeah. I don't know if it was implanted. Because they've said they couldn't clone Jedis before. Yeah. Never been able to. What if they figured out what has to happen? You can't just do it in a bottle like all the little... Clone troopers they had. Yeah. You need to put it in a person. Mm. So they took the embryo, stuck it in Shmi. Not Shmi. No, Shmi's from, uh, from Hook. Yeah. No, we no, can say... No, it was well, Shmi's Skywalker. No, Shmi's... Uh, Shmi's uh, oh, well, Captain yeah, Hook's right hand. Yeah, yeah, also... They don't have the same name. No, but it's spelt slightly differently. Well, I don't think it's pronounced that way, though. I'm sure it is. I mean, I don't want to get into the world of pedantry, because I'm probably wrong. <laughs> I remember playing Star Wars Monopoly <coughs> with you one day. 
And you just trivial, went... Trivial pursuit. Whatever. And you went, it's my go. And you got every question right and one. And I didn't no, even I, get to... I, I had to get one wrong. And then you and Ryan got to go... Was it you and Ryan? I think it was me and Ravenshire yeah. at the time. And we didn't know the answer. I and you thought, knew the answer. And then you won. Yeah. I thought Ravenshire might have put up a better, better, better fight. Than... Yeah, but the thing is, right? I like Star Wars. Yeah. I don't care about facts. No, no. That's, that's <laughs> right. but it's, it's, it, for some reason, I expected more at him. Maybe it's because he was so fat. Oh, it's harsh. Oh, yeah, if I drop dead suddenly in the future, remind me that every time I weigh myself, I weigh considerably less and I'm not on a diet. I weighed myself yesterday. I'm 15 stone. I've lost a stone and a half in four weeks, five weeks. And I'm eating the same. I hear what you're saying. You should be happy about that. I don't know. I think you should get worried when you're not trying to lose weight. I think it's like dangerously like give me a shit when you're 11 stone then we'll worry okay I'll, tell you, I'll tell you in three months <laughs> I don't no. know when we no not when we met well around 2003 I was 10 and a half stone mm-hmm. so you know what I mean yeah oh I don't remember ever being that weight well you obviously were yeah otherwise your mum would be just mush yeah. <laughs> um <laughs> Anyway, Knives Out. Yes. Horribly enjoyable. And Ryan Johnson's got to a point in his career where every part is someone who fucking rocks. Like, I love Lakeith Stanfield, right? But he's like 12th lead in it. And it's just... Yeah. I mean, I'm trying to think of all the people in it that you just give me. Um, Don Johnson's back again. And he's being kind of racist again. <laughs> it's just his thing, man. In six weeks, he's played two quite bad racists. Uh, um, I, bl- and, I blame society. Um, Michael Shannon's in it, not playing Michael Shannon. And by that, I mean he's not a nutter. Um, Christopher Plummer's in it, so your mum can hate it. She really <laughs> hates Christopher Plummer. Because that time he slapped uh, Michelle Pfeiffer <laughs> on the set of Wolf. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't even part of the scene. He just get he just gets involved. It's fine. He gets carried away, poor dear. Oh. Um, It'll face this year, bitch. Yeah, and obviously Daniel Craig and Amana de Mamana Anyway, it's yeah. very good. And it's a whodunit yep. that is unexpected and yet you can sort of piece it together but not figure out who done it. Yeah. And then they tell you who done it and then you <clears throat> go, This can't be who done it right? <laughs> You're right. No, I was just do that off mic, but then I... Not to be in the world no. of spoilers, yeah. but it is a, a whodunit where you go, okay, so they done it, and then um, it sort of turns into Columbo for a while, which I rather enjoyed. All right. You know. Because you know who it is, but... But, because we know who it is, and you kind of figure out, because, like Columbo, he's just pestering one person. Yeah. He knows who it is. But then, it's not who it is. <laughs> All right. Or is it? Because Ryan Johnson does that thing that he... It's kind of a, a mix of Brick and Brothers Bloom. But Brothers Bloom, which I'm willing to spoil, is too twisty-turny, and it thinks it's super clever. So it's sort of like... It's about two con men trying to get away from some bad people who want to kill them. And one of them's going to sacrifice himself to save the other one. Yeah. But he makes it look like it's a setup so that the brother feels bad, you know, like feels like he's been ripped off by his brother who faked his death. Yeah. But he didn't. <laughs> he was killed uh, because he loves his brother. <coughs> Sorry, that was a weird noise. And yeah. uh, that's kind of a bit wanky. Also, I only saw it once in the Belmont Cinema, 
and I might be getting that plot wrong because it was very complicated. I hate complimentos. Fine. Be like that. Leave me alone. Leave me alone. Leave me alone. Well, yeah, but it's also cold. My toes are numb. Well, maybe not if you are anxious. He's totally broke his foot. His foot is all broken in like 100 bits. He's going to have a bloody Brian Blessed foot. The foot of Brian Blessed. Hanging from a wire. It's a Beck lyric. Okay, it's not a Beck lyric, guys, but you know. What do you want from me? Can you hear that? Listen. He's miles away. Can you hear that? It's crazy. Officially, these mics are picking up too much sound. <laughs> Leave me could hear you blowing your nose from hundreds of miles away and that's not to say you blew, blew your nose loud i've only now realized how hot these mics are all right okay because i say you're supposed to you know when you uh lovingly stroke your dog's ears and you then your nose touches her nose and you sort of whisper to it yeah that's how you're supposed to talk on mic and we just talk like right. normal people <laughs> don't be that close mm. yeah well, we turn it down. It, feel, it feels weird. I can't touch it. Okay. Well, that's what a pop shield feels like as well. And you're supposed to touch your nose against a pop shield. The nose is all right. It's, it's my lips brushed it. I was like, well, you, yeah, don't do that. Didn't mean to. Okay, cool. Uh, I don't think... I sound muddier. I don't mm. like that. I like opening up a little bit. Yeah. I think the problem is... Especially just now with a cold. Yeah. I think you can hear every breath I'm making and that's not good for anyone. I mean, it's not, no. I'm going to back up. Also, I actually don't really want to wipe my nose on your microphone. Indeed. Well, that one's basically yours, right? I mean, <sighs> I occasionally try to record, capture a guitar on it, but it always sounds awful, so... Mm. It sounds McClunky. McClunky. McClunky! Pew, pew, pew. <laughs> uh, right. I'm Gareth. I'm Richard. And we are back with another... APPC pilot season. Indeed. Uh, proper, a proper pilot this time, so we're really sticking to the rules with this one. A proper pilot season, spelt with a C. We're <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> <are> so close. <laughs> um, and so, yes, a, a proper failed pilot. Yeah. And you can see why it's a failed pilot. Yeah. And yet I was wondering, how... How did this even get filmed? <laughs> Do you think that, like, we'll, we'll get more into ratings at the end, but I really enjoyed it, though. And I can see why people like it, but I can also see why you couldn't make any more. <laughs> you see why I'm making this face. You enjoyed this? <laughs> this was kind of stupid, but fun. I watched this over four days oh, because I kept pausing it, and it's 22 minutes long. Yeah. I wanted to watch it again in one piece, but then could not sleep. Um, but obviously, you know when you can't watch TV because it'll keep you up? Yeah. I couldn't do that. So I was like, I'll watch it in the morning, and then it got so late that we're now recording. Yeah. So, yeah. So, so we're in disagreement. <laughs> Which is good, because I don't think that happens very often in this. In fact, never, I think, in pilot season. No. So, Pachinski is a 1990 television pilot featuring a Chicago police detective, played by Peter Boyle, whose spirit is transferred into a flatulent English bulldog after he's killed in the line of duty. The canine detective then returns to solving crimes. Now, this is written well, like there's more than one. Yeah. But obviously, there's one episode, and it's 22 minutes, and they set up everything. Yeah. So there is not. Uh, NBC decided not to pick up the series, but subsequently did air the pilot 
on July 9th, 1990. Yeah. In recent years, the show's premise has been recognised as one of the most bizarre in television history. And on July 10th, 2018, the last podcast on the left aired the pilot in its entirety on their live stream on the Adult Swim website, which I did not know they were that popular. Yeah, I was going to say, are you... You're reading my notes. Huh? It's pretty much well. The last part, word for word, what I so. Well, I just you know I always copy and paste. Uh, oh, I didn't copy because I rewrote it hastily myself. But yeah, it was. No, I always copy and paste from Wikipedia, and that's Wikipedia. Oh, maybe I did. So I can't remember. <laughs> I was ill. <laughs> <sighs> but um, yeah, I mean, oh, did you also read about the um, the Stargate SG One alternate timeline? Involving Puchinski. Yes. <laughs> Otherwise, why would I bring it up? Um, no. Apparently, they mention Puchinski in mm-hmm. the SG-1 mm-hmm. um, series. Yeah. And it's a, it's an alternate timeline from us, because in their timeline, um, it was picked up by a network, and it ran for at least 100 episodes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... Yeah. It could have got better. I like Peter Boyle. Yeah. Well... <coughs> Problem is, the issue I had sort of straight at the bag was him kind of trying to be... I mean, obviously, they're setting him up as being a sort of sleazy cop. Yes. I don't really need Peter Boyle ever attempting to be kind of sexy. I don't think I need that in my life. I mean, even... I mean, he's very old now. He's dead. Yeah. But um, even then, he wasn't a young man. No. You know, he's not like a Wilfred Brimley where you go... I mean, look how old he is, and you realise he's our age when he filmed Cocoon. <laughs> You're like, what did he eat? I mean, Jesus Christ. No wonder he got the diabetes. <coughs> Excuse me. But yeah, it starts with... Um, I wrote these notes all wrong, actually. I don't have the plot as such, so you can dive in and help me out oh, this time. I've got intro, Puchinski, big letters. <laughs> yes. Um, pause for zeros. Uh, for O's, zeros, for no, O's. for zeros, you're right. Um, sex music and the police dispatcher, Casey. Oh, yeah, the, it starts with casual sexism. Yeah. <laughs> uh, she's talking over the top. Um, he's creepily trying to be charming, charming, but it is sexual harassment, definitely. Oh, it's not subtle. Um, no. They they steal um, one quick shot here as well from Naked Gun. Yeah, well, I was about to say, it just insulated police squad because it's just the top of the car with a, one of those attachable lights on it. Yes. Um, but that's the thing as well. So, like, even in this brief intro, we're introduced to the fact that he's he's a maverick. <laughs> he's uh, yeah, but not in a good way. He's a bit way. of a dick. Well, a weird thing. Yeah, it, it isn't a good. They they say twice, and I didn't write it down. I don't think that they like he caught the blah blah strangler. Yeah, yeah he, kept he going caught on about the tubity tamta. Yeah, and um. You go, yeah, but he he seemed to do it by eating. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, um, here's a cliche of cop dramas. Unappreciative victims. Because it starts, right? Yeah. And people are just trying to get a statement out of the people that something bad's happened to. And they're just screaming at the police. <laughs> like they're the ones who robbed them. Well, I was about to say there, I thought... Well, it's maybe one of these whole stereotypical sort of New York things, but then it's Chicago, isn't it? So it's not New York. Yes. So that fucks that theory up. Um, yeah. I think it's just... I mean, it's very... I mean, everything's very cliched anyway for what a cop drama slash comedy-ish program yes. is supposed to be. I mean... Yeah. I mean, just hanging out in cars... Watching stuff. Yeah, it's it's all stakeout, right? It's yeah. like um, it's like no activity. <laughs> you ever watch No Activity? It's a good no. show. It's just two people on stakeout. The end. Manzukas is in some episodes. Actually, it's very good. Um. Now, yes, it was like he's sitting there. He's getting a hot dog. We were introduced to the dog. Yeah. Which he then feeds. Oh, yeah, because it's a bleak world, because uh, the dog is just being kicked to death by children. Yeah, because yeah, here's, here's another example of him being a maverick, because he does just pull his gun on some children. Oh, yeah, no, he, he definitely threatens to kill some kids. Yeah. And here's the point where he thought, this is how we're going to get him transitioning into the dog. 
No, no, keep going. Um, and he's like they've run off down the alley after showing him the switchblade. Yeah, he's down there still speaking away at the dog, and I thought that young kid's going to come back and just shove him in the side and kill him, and he's going to transfer his soul into this dog. And then when that didn't happen, mm-hmm. I was like, "How the fuck's he going to get in the dog then?" But um, but just for a second, I thought this show is going to be so bold that not only is he waving his gun at kids, we're going to see a small because that kid was what. Eight, eight ten. or something. He's going to run up and shiv this bloody police officer right inside and kill him. <laughs> Holy fuck! Uh, I was almost and then, impressed, and then it didn't. And happen. in Scotland, he would not be prosecuted. If... No. Did he you would, read that? He wouldn't even get they've... a spanking. No, but did you read that in the news? I didn't even know. Hmm. If you're un... they've changed the law, so it's now twelve. But children under twelve cannot be prosecuted in Scotland mm. by law. So if you trained a bunch of ten-year-old assassins, if you if you fagin them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So yeah, he feeds the dog. A dog. A hot dog, that is. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. That's what I'm saying. Better not be onions on that hot dog because they're horribly poisonous to dogs. Oh. Yeah. Best bit. Not poisoning dogs. <laughs> no. <laughs> but the onions on it. You sick agree. bastard. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, talk about treats. I mean, you don't get to eat these treats yeah. anymore. But next door, uh, there's a shop next door. Yeah. Now sell one ninety nine rollover hot dogs. I've never had a rollover hot dog. One ninety nine. I had one yesterday for breakfast because I had five pound in my pocket, <laughs> and I went next door to buy some chocolate to cheer me up, and ended up going, "Oh yes." <laughs> I did. Um, Why well, could she do, also actually. made me eat it in front of her? So I think she likes guys who uh, like make love to guys. Mm. <laughs> oh yeah, everyone's got a thing. It's fine. <laughs> What I did get, um, when I was at uh, Tesco the other day, I got that Beyond Meat burger thing. Oh, yeah. Which was not good. Um, but also, which I haven't not tried yet, and I suppose I could, if I get hot dog buns, I could do it that way. I did get a um, vegan smoked sausage. Okay. I just saw them and I thought, oh, I fancy that. Vegan smoked sausage? Are you getting crispy onions? I suppose I have to. I never actually thought about that at the time. I never even thought about hot dog dogizing it until now when you mentioned it. I was like, oh, shit. I just love a hot dog. I'm really yeah. upset that hot dog place shut before I ever walked into it. It's my fault, obviously. Why didn't you go in? Because, you know, KFC's yeah. next door. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know what KFC tastes like. Um, oh, yeah. So the next day, Pachinski goes to work, right? And he takes the dog. Yep. And a guy whose name I never wrote down, but he looks like Pachinski's nemesis. Yep. Goes, eh, it's good you found someone to love, you old cunt. <laughs> you, I... Right? And he replies, and Paczynski replies, don't tell your wife. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She'll think I've been unfaithful. <laughs> and this guy, I don't know if they were hurrying with the script, but instead of like a comeback or anything, he just goes slack jawed. Yeah. Dead-eyed, like just like when someone's gone too far. It's, he's he's he looks like if you have ever worried after saying a sentence to someone at work when you yeah. realise these people are going to HR, <laughs> <laughs> or else he was just going to walk out the room and then just hear a gunshot. <laughs> but yeah, because I I think I did the same thing as you. I saw him. And I thought, oh, I'll come back to he, he's bound to show up again at some point. I'll come back Ooh. to him. I'll worry about him later. Yeah, I just never did. And I say uh, he does come back once. Does he? Yeah, he, he's the guy in the white suit who gets uh, pissed on. Okay. But it's still just but even it's, a tall man comes back to say another joke yeah. and fails again. Yeah. Um, oh, I didn't Google his name. I meant to. Oh, the the dude from Battery's Not Included. Oh, well, see, I insulted him from uh, um, Last Action Hero. As also the police yeah. captain. Um, Frank McRae. Yeah. As Captain Ed Martin. Um, yeah, no, he always plays, well, as I pointed out here, um, he always plays police uh, captains, plays a police captain, yeah. but not as well as in Last Action Hero, because in that, I believe, he literally steams at the ears yeah, at the, one point. He does, he does kind of look like a special effect from Garbage Pail Kids at one yeah. point. It's definitely not his head that, that yeah. steam's coming out of, but it's supposed to be him. Um, um, so, yeah, so you've got the his partner... <clears throat> Goes to see the captain. Uh, Robert, which yeah. I didn't write until the last sentence, I think, or almost, yeah. you know. Detective Robert McKay. 
um, goes in to ask for his transfer to get away from Pachinski. Yes. Um, played by George Newburn. Uh-huh. I looked at him and I thought, ah, he looks familiar, and I couldn't think of what it was. Um, yeah, Father of the Bride, one and two. Oh, he's the son-in-law. Yeah. Um, and he was also, now here's something we probably need to remember for later on. Mm-hmm. He was also the voice of Ren in Pirates of Dark Water. Pirates of Dark Water. Yeah. I don't remember anything about it other than the title now you've said it. No, but I even since I read it, I thought, okay, I think <laughs> we, need to, we need to find that. Um, he's also voiced Superman a ton of times. Good for him. Yeah. Um, oh, quick digression. Yep. Yeah. Um, so quick that I'm going to have to cut it out. Harley Quinn. Yeah. Fantastic TV show. Really? Cool. I mean, I was flabbergasted with the first 30 seconds of it. Cool. Because it looks like Batman the Animated Series. And she turns up. Yeah. And she's like, um, (laughs) and she hits a guy in the leg with her hammer. His kneecap blows out. He's screaming on the floor. She tells him to shut the fuck up. And you're like, I mean, this is definitely (laughs) different. Right? Um, and, and then she starts talking to everyone else and he's still screaming and she goes don't worry you'll pass out from shock in a minute and he goes mm. she's like right see <laughs> and then she starts going um, and then the guy behind her starts laughing you know uh, who that is then yeah. right but he's in disguise but he's wearing the man's actual head so he tears off a human head and everyone else starts puking because of the <laughs> and you're like this is fucked up and it's in the first 30 seconds. Nice. But yeah. I was confused that the initial trailers had her as a Harle- Harle- as Harlequin that we know from Paul Dini. Yeah. But later trailers had her as Suicide Squad. Yeah. And the answer is, yeah, she has a makeover by the end. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. But it's... Uh, it's very enjoyable. Cool. I mean, it's not The Mandalorian. No. But it might be Watchmen. It's good. Which I'll have to get the new episodes from you. Hmm? I'll have to get the new episodes from you. Oh, from last week? Yeah. I sent you links. You didn't? No, I did. Oh, I didn't get them. <laughs> didn't come through my... I didn't get them in. Okay. Yeah. Oh. Well, that needs to get cut. Because <laughs> the only thing I got... Um, I think you sent me Pachinski. But it was just audio. Oh no, that was a while back. I've sent you like three links since then. Well, not one. Well. Hmm. I won't. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. Gareth, cut all that. Cool. So yeah, so stakeout happens. Um, um they get pizza delivered. Mm-hmm. Um Is that a brave move for a stakeout? Because it really sums up, says you're on a stakeout. Well, I don't know any place you could phone up. I mean, maybe it's different in the States where you can phone up, right, here's my delivery address. It's a car on a corner. Mm. Especially I think as that's you, just a TV thing. Especially as you couldn't pay in advance. Yeah. I think that's a TV thing. I don't think that's actually mm. ever happened. Mm. Um, so, yeah, um, Domino's gets delivered. Um, they miss a mugging arguing over shrimp and pineapple on a pizza. Is it shrimp and pineapple? That's... Yeah, because he's like, why would I eat this? There's shrimp and pineapple on it. To which I say, who puts prawns on a fucking pizza? I've definitely eaten that at some point. Yeah, you have a shits, man. Yeah, uh, yeah um, so they miss the mugging over the pizza because uh, they're arguing because you shouldn't eat pizza at work. Which... I mean, if you go there 12 hours, you can eat pizza yeah. at work. Yeah. That's like saying, <laughs> you're not allowed to leave for a piss. Of course you are. Yeah, absolutely. Just don't piss on the pizza. Yeah. <coughs> that's, yeah. Now we've officially both coughed on this episode. Cool. Every episode for the last few weeks, I've had to write, I, Gareth is sick. <laughs> and now we both are. Both so that's sick. great. Um, so yeah, there's a chase. Puchinski with Pooch gives chase. Yeah. Uh, Puchinski saves the dog, gets run over. Yeah. Gets run over real well. And then it, you cut to a POV of the driver and you see his face smash into broken glass. Yeah, that was actually, it was pretty special. It's like, fucking hell. 
Um, Pooch and uh, Pachinski stare at each other as uh, Pachinski dies. Yeah, the dog steals his soul. And they uh, they do, like, it's like dog's eyes, man's eyes, dog's eyes, man's eyes, dog's eyes, man's eyes, dog's eyes. Man's eyes. <laughs> <laughs> and the weird thing is they look at each other that um, in most, most uh, shows you would think that was what would happen before someone kissed. Yeah. But instead... There's possibly a soul transfer. So, does the dog go to the man body and die? (laughs) I suppose it would have to. Yeah. It's upsetting, isn't it? Because it's not like he's. I mean, okay, he takes the dog body very well. Yeah, but there's that brilliant bit at the end. I mean, it's fucking mind blowing at the end. Where at the end he's sitting in a bathroom, like. He's been put up on the side, oh, yeah. and he can look in the mirror, and he goes, "It's all sinking in." I'm a dog. Yeah, you've been a dog for twenty minutes, yeah. you daft bastard. <laughs> oh. What do you think? You're all twelve inches tall. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So the dog must be dead then. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately. Ugh. But all dogs go to heaven, so you know that's that. But that's gonna be a fucked time having to be by all these other dogs, cartoon dogs at that. Yeah. And he's just Peter Boyle. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Show me that episode. There's no pizza and... Pachinski in heaven with dogs. There's no pizza and dog heaven. Um, um, here's a bit of bullshit. Looking at IMDb and even the credits at the end of this. Yeah. You know who doesn't get a mention? Who's that? The fucking dog. Oh, that's upsetting, isn't it? Yeah. I just I was halfway through this episode and I was looking through IMDb and I went, wait a minute. And then I waited to look at the credits at the end as well. They say you can animal supplied by and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah. Dog Don't give him his name. Mentioned. No. Fucking shambles. His Oh, his funeral's quiet. That's an yeah. important po- po- uh, point I find. Right? And his partner's <coughs> there after everyone leaves. Yeah. And he sees Pooch, who is now Pachinski. Yeah. Right? And I had to pause it. This is the second time I paused it. But an awful lot has happened, right? We've talked about it for probably 15 minutes. Yeah. We're eight minutes into this episode. <laughs> Yeah. Because it's like, we need to move. And now we need to spend the next yeah. 14 minutes setting up a love interest and solving a crime yeah. possibly committed by Elvis. It looks The, the muggle looks just like Elvis. Did he? He had those gold Elvis glasses, but yeah. he also had a big Elvis hairdo. Yeah, yeah perhaps they don't fuck about because it it's just, you stand in there and then you hear Peter Boyle's voice and then there's a dog going, yeah, I'm a dog now. Deal yeah. with it. Which, as but, I say, in 10 minutes, he seems to have forgotten and remembered again. And then when you get a close-up of the dog... It's a puppet. It's a bad puppet. It's a puppet. <laughs> it's not a very good puppet. And he's got... You know, though, we were talking about these recently, but those goblins with the holes in the back? Yeah, boglins. It, yeah. Boglins, yeah. It's one of them. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Uh, so, so they have an argument in the cemetery. Yeah, why not? And then... He jumps down and just starts eating grass. Yes. Because you're going to make yourself sick because that's what dogs do when they make themselves throw up. Yes. And he goes, yeah, okay. And then just stops. Like, so why? What? Well, that and happens just, multiple. Like, I find that the whip thing, maybe they couldn't keep the dog still and it jumped down. Yeah. And they couldn't get another shot. So they're like, fuck it. No. Because um, it just doesn't make sense. Um Oh, yeah, and Pachinski, as a dog, says that he can now have sex with things without having to ask, which is a bit of an issue. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Seems like he's maybe got a couple of things in his permanent record when he's... Yeah. Yeah. Um. He still can't. <laughs> oh, yeah, cause, so his partner's working a desk, yeah. Um I've got this backwards, sorry. Yeah, yeah, the puppet was scary, right? He then says that he can fuck whatever he wants. Then he does that thing with the grass. When he finds... So he finds his partner eating... Uh, working on a desk and not solving yeah. his murder. So he eats grass and vomits. Yeah. Um, and then they go back to the chat. Um, the dude from earlier makes another jibe. And so the dog just pisses on him. Yeah. Um, 
Casey looks after Pachinski, and obviously they were flirting at the beginning. Yeah. So now Pachinski thinks bestiality is acceptable. Now yeah. he's a beast. It's all good. Yeah, because um, <laughs> that's Casey played by Niala Spano, who has a whole four credits on her. Oh. Um, and one of them is like, herself talking about Pachinski. <laughs> she's in Pachinski. She's got um, in two episodes of Legwork. Um, she's a reporter in the TV movie The Ed Begley Jr. Show. And a waitress in one episode of 30-something. And that is it. But that's sad, right? Because that means the Ed Beg- Begley Jr. show is a failed pilot in itself. Yeah. Because that's why it's a TV movie. Yeah. Oh. So anyway, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, so yeah, he's pretty much on her desk getting robbed and trying to hump her. Yeah, no, he's, he's into bestiality. I mean, once you are a dog, you what choice have you got? No, but I mean, I thought the point of bestiality is. Here's a horrible question. Now, <laughs> what is the point no, of bestiality? No, right. The point, not the point of bestiality, but there's definitely animals can't consent because they can't talk. Yeah. So it's always rape, right? Yeah. But he can talk. <laughs> <laughs> so what does that mean? <laughs> it means. A certain type of porn's about to go mainstream. Oh, it's gonna be awful. <laughs> oh, yeah, never said it'd be good. It's the 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 stepmom porn of the uh, Stargate SG One universe. <laughs> oh, I can't get enough. Um, Robert seems concerned. Pachinski may attack a small girl. What is that note about? Oh, oh, when he meets. That's what it yeah. is. When he meets uh, F- Franny, Franny, right, and her daughter, yeah, he seems to be like he seems to hold the dog back, like he's going to have sex with the girl. <laughs> <laughs> the right height. Well, getting closer at the right height. It was better than Casey. Yeah, but he was motorboating her. Casey seemed into it. That was a weird thing. Well, she was just like, oh, "Aren't you a cute dog? Yeah. You say that to cute dogs. You don't let them fucking put their lipstick in you." <laughs> but she was that special <coughs> kind of. I don't know. The way they... I don't know. <laughs> Fuck knows. I'm, uh. Yeah, no. Um, I suppose for the people at home, just so you know, uh, we're recording this on the 1st of December. Um, Richard's had a very bad night that I've probably cut anything out that he might yeah, have been enough. there. And I have uh, basically slept 45 minutes for some bizarre reason. So we are both that weird high as a kite feeling. Yeah. And uh, I'm also getting over flu as well. But by getting over it, Man still, flu. still having it. Man flu. By man flu, I mean because I don't know how often I've had flu. Because yeah. flu is truly you can't get out of bed. Yeah. Well, I had that the last few days. Yeah. <laughs> but then still had to drag myself to work. Um, but then you heard me blow my nose. That was. Yeah, that's a cold, mate. But yeah. <laughs> Muscle pain. That's not a cold. What? Muscle pain. And, I uh, mean, I'm not. It's not that I'm not. Feeling apologetic. I was ill too. I probably yeah. gave it to you, so I'm sorry. No, I'm blaming Harold at work. Fucking Harold. He got his flu jab and then said, Can I, you always get a little sort of a mini dose of the flu when you get your flu jab or whatever. Yeah, but not so you give it to other people. Well, I know, because he was standing behind me the night after he got it telling me about it, and then he spent the entire night just standing behind me coughing and spluttering. I'm like, oh, thanks very much. And then lo and behold, here I am. Right. Fucking Harold. Um... Oh yeah, Pachinski gets uh, Robert and Franny tied together yep. with his lead, right? Um, and and then goes, "What are you doing? I'm I'm helping you out." Yeah, it's a weird thing to do. Yeah, Pachinski watches Huckleberry Hound. Yeah, that's a. Here's a thing that I've never understood. Like whenever you see someone watching cartoons in a movie. Mm-hmm. You know, it's got sort of background cut. Like, so it's obviously sometimes it's like um, a security guard in a booth watching cartoons while somebody sneaks in. Yeah. Why is it when they're just watching a cartoon and it's at a point in the cartoon where nothing's happening? Why are they laughing so much? Because they because he does start instantly laughing, looking at Huckleberry. They they have to be distracted, and I assume watching cartoons is cheaper than watching a movie when you have to pay for it. <sighs> Because the cartoon's like five minutes long. But it's always just a bit when like they're running down a hall or something rather than being hit over the head or something. Well, you, it's not even you know f- why though, right? It's a funny part. Because they probably can't show the part with the music because that's more money they have to pay someone. Mm. So it can't be action-packed because you always put music behind that shit. Fair enough. No. Um, but yeah, um, 
he does make a comment at one point because mm-hmm. he's like, "Why aren't you there with the widow?" Yeah. Um, we never find out how her husband died. Um, I'm guessing that would probably be one of the crimes they'd solve later on. Nice. Um, and they'd find out it was Robert. He does then suggest that as now as a dog, he now has a powerful sense of smell. Uh huh. And that he could smell something. Which, yeah. Yeah, not great. No. And you're like, wow, he, I mean, it's sort of scummy as he's come across before. Uh, Yeah, but then Robert is really disgusted, so he throws him out. But mostly he throws him out because of plot. Yeah. (laughs) It it helps (laughs) get stuff together. Because it does seem, considering there's a magic dog in your house, to be... A jump to just go get the fuck out. Get your, ha-. you know, what do you mean you live in here? You've got a house, yeah. which does beg the question, Robert. He's got no opposable thumbs. How's he gonna even hand his credit card over? Oh. <laughs> Where's it? What's up to all your stuff? I mean, ground down to a pulp. I don't know. Yeah. Um. Well, I mean, we've seen what he's like. He was probably just sort of. He had nothing. You can yeah. tell. Um. Um, so yeah, but, well, she mentioned Franny. Oh yeah, so Fran, yeah, so he uh, basically he just goes down to Fran. Here's a question: He goes yeah. down to Franny, right? So the guy in the lift reading the paper, did he understand him? Because he walks into the lift well, with floor five. Yeah, because he just he speaks. He's a talking dog. No one else hears him talk. He doesn't really speak in front of anybody else. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, he says floor five to the guy. Yeah, and the guy does hear him. But he doesn't. I mean, he doesn't notice it. The dog. So. I mean... Because he's so taken up with his paper, because remember how fascinating papers you, used to be? You don't need to explain this. Like, I don't know who I know. the writer who spent five days going, that's fine, he's got paper. <laughs> but I thought it was just Robert that could hear him. This is the only time no. that, other than that, other, this that it might not be true. No, I never even thought that it was only him that could hear him. Because his lips are moving, so... So what? The bad puppet. You could just imagine that. Look at Wilfred, for fuck's sake. Uh, I still never watched it. You literally watched it with me. Okay, I forgot. <laughs> can't remember watching it. Uh. Spoilers, at the end of Wilfred, Wilfred was just a dog. <laughs> uh. Or was he? I can't remember, but I'm pretty sure I'm right. If I'm wrong, I don't care. Yeah, well. Um, yeah, Friday was played by Amy Yazbek. Um, she did some episodes of Magnum. She was in 74 episodes of Wings, and she was also in The Mask. The Mask? Yeah. She was the love interest in The Mask. Oh. She was the reporter type, the redhead type. Yeah. Yeah, no. Yeah. Hold on. Um, what mask are we talking about? Jim Carrey mask? Yeah. Cameron Diaz was the love interest in that. Okay, well, make it, make it mixed up then. Oh, well, she was in The Mask anyway, as a reporter. Fair deal. I thought she was... Yeah, Cameron Diaz was in The Mask. Yeah, it's her first film. Ah, oh, fuck no. Well, I don't know what I'm talking about. Um, then you've got Katie, the child, played by Courtney Barilla. Uh-huh. Her last role was in 1984 as music box girl in the movie Maverick. That was a bad fucking film. Yeah. Oh. James Garner tries to heist that entire fucking plot. <sighs> um, so there you go. That was... I just caught up on them too. Cool, cool. So yeah, a fight ensues in the house. Yeah, I, the I described it merely as hijinks. Yeah, but then he does appear from behind that door. Yeah, again, waving a gun after having a fight with a dog. Yeah. So they do like their whole, let's um, pull a gun on smaller things. Yeah, no, but this is the weird bit, right? He threatens to shoot a dog and a woman sees that and goes, I'll just go back and carry on cooking dinner. It's abusive race, relationship already. It's five minutes in. Um, and then Paczynski and Robert calm down. And he, as I say, Paczynski realises he's a dog. Yeah. It's like he already realised he was a dog. So he, And he, now he's having a, oh my God, I, I realise I'm a dog. You didn't realise you were a dog when you were peeing on that man's leg. Exactly. Okay. And here's a weird thing. I'm a dog. 
How am I going to arm wrestle my girlfriend? <laughs> She's moved on. You're dead. Oh. Oh, that's so funny, though. <laughs> what, you liked arm wrestling? What a fetish is that, you fucking old pervert? <laughs> oh. Um, Cut to. And this is real quick. They find the mugger. Because yeah. Paczynski's just sitting by a mailbox. And uh, they do a very quick fight that I think involves Paczynski at one point jumping in just to bite his ankles. Yeah, because the guy Robert is just getting his ass handed to him. Yeah, but he does work yeah. a desk, so. Yeah. And then they set up the series. So Paczynski's in the canine department. How? He's like a 400-year-old dog that shits himself constantly. <laughs> yeah. Um, they live together. Uh and if he if Paczynski doesn't get what he wants, he eats shoes. Yeah. He's not that is, that is how that ended. Yeah. I want to do what I want. We well, can't. This is my house. Fine. Nice loafers, motherfucker. <laughs> Destroyed. Oh. And I yeah. must admit, the only thing I wrote after that was I don't understand how they thought this was a viable show. Well that's so. the thing is the much like Look at Street Hawk, where they can they're going about how you can do that big um, loop loop sort yeah. of thing, and then they do. But I mean, there's still more stuff you can do with a bike and everything. They do sort of spaff everything they can do with this dog in the first episode, even to the point where it solves his. Yeah, it solves his own murder, murder. which definitely should be the arc for season one, right? Yes. All right. So they've just they've really just got to the end of it. So there wasn't any point to make anymore. They've kind of got everything. But then perfect. I suppose. If it's the pilot, it can be reshot, right? Look at Buffy. There's a pilot of Buffy where Alison Hannigan's not even in it. Yeah. It's a different yeah. Willow. And they recast. There's a Game of Thrones pilot out there that's completely different. And half the cast was recast. But yeah, but it's probably just as well we don't live in SG-1 universe. Because mm. 100 episodes. <laughs> no, one was enough. You nailed it with one. Well, you realise in that universe that everybody loves Raymond probably doesn't exist. That's really sad. Yeah. Or it does, but somebody else plays Frank because he was yeah. too busy filming um, or voicing Puchinski. Yeah. Though we know that's not true, I suppose. Look how busy Patton Oswalt is. You know, episode three, he's all, he's in it as Puchinski and, not episode eight, um, season three, he's in as Puchinski and his uh, twin brother who just happened to move back to Chicago and is also a cop and is yeah. basically the same yeah because that's that's when Robert left the season so now it's just Peter Boyle pretty much talking to himself I think that's a good crimes. idea though it'd be like uh, Turner and Hooch the show but one man talking to himself yeah <laughs> oh. on stakeouts the reveal at the end of the season is it sort of cuts back and instead of the dog saying anything it's just him making another like voice yeah and just doing the face <laughs> the face <laughs> but yeah so what would you give this out of five then if you kind of liked it oh I'd still give it like <laughs> one out of five <laughs> but um for pure sort of stupid value yes yeah I think it's still it's still terrible but I don't know it was, it was, a, it was a fun watch I thought <laughs> A fun watch. Yeah. Ugh. Fair dues. I strongly disagree. <laughs> you know, the, um, I was looking at, I've got some things for the, the writers of this mm-hmm. and creators. You've got um, Lon Diamond, who um, wrote on the original Tick. Um, it's a teleplay and story written by. Teleplayers mm-hmm. also by Brian Levant who um, directed the 1994 Flintstones movie and the prequel Viva Rock Vegas. Viva Rock Vegas. Problem Child Problem Child 2, Jingle All the Way, Snow Dogs. Oh, Snow Dogs. And 14 episodes of Happy Days. Snow Dogs, that's a fucking oh. shitty... Oh. Um, now we know how... Um, what's his face? Who's the guy who played Robert got involved? Because mm. the guy... The story is also by David Kirshner, who is the creator of... Pirates of Dark War. Um, so there's a tie there at them. But he also wrote and produced Hocus Pocus, um, An American Tale, Five Goes West. But he was also producer on Child's Play, two and th- one, two and three, Bride of Chucky, Seed of Chucky, Curse of Chucky, and Cult of Chucky. 
Not again. Loves his Chucky. I mean, and the only other one we've got is um, the director, Will McKenzie, um, who directed episodes of Bosom Buddies, Too Close for Comfort, Moonlighting, and uh, Family Ties. Uh, it was before this, and then later on, we go on to direct tons of episodes of Caroline in the City, Everybody Loves Raymond, and Dharma and Greg and Scrubs. Okay. So he did all right out of this, considering this lopped on him. <laughs> considering this is a piece of shit. Yeah. I thought there was another. Uh, no. I thought it was actually something interesting to say, but I didn't. I mean, that's, that's us every week, dude. We catch up, we prove that we have friends. That's really all this is. When people tell me, you don't have any friends, I can go, there are 400 episodes of this podcast. <laughs> Every one of them's a friend. <laughs> if you played it now, it would take 10 days to listen to all our bullshit. 10 days. Yeah, deal with that, suckers. Saying that, Some, I mean, we were really slow year two. Yeah. I say year two, there was only eight episodes. <laughs> and I think, I don't know if it was year, I don't know which year it was, but I think there is three episodes out there of us just making people watch The Room while we laugh at them looking at uh, Tommy Wiseau's butt. I mean, yeah, pretty much, yeah. I can still hear a Laura screaming. <laughs> a Laura, Laura screaming. <laughs> <laughs> Screaming about how he's definitely insider right now. He's definitely insider. I'm like, no. <laughs> Look know, how high up he she's is. She's not getting paid enough for that. <laughs> oh. Yeah, he's in the, he's in their belly button. Yep. Ugh. Oh. Well, anyway, you said you wanted this one to be a quick one. So is this a yeah. quick one? Um, I don't know what time it is. Well, it is time oh, for me to tell you that next week. Well, I just text you something. Did you get it? Yes, but I didn't... I, no, 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 I just... Because I text you other stuff and you didn't get it, so I'm just checking. So next week, we're doing Look Well. Look on. Written Adam by West. Conan O'Brien, starring Adam West. Cool. Yeah, I've got that. So... Yeah. Who knows? Until next time. Pilot! Pilot! <laughs>